What is up, everybody? It is Dom here on a Monday night in Chile, Michigan. We have a couple layers on. Drew and I have matching caps, and we are here to discuss Wednesday night's episode of Survivor Grand Rapids Fresh Meat. It was episode six. Today, we are joined by Survivor Dearborn two-season veteran, Charlie, and uh, Drew, as always, is my co-host, Drew. What did you think of episode six? How have you been? You know, cut the chit chat. How we do? I've been great. Um, episode six was definitely an episode. I am not thrilled at the result that we got in terms of the boot, which we will be introducing soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we have to take some hard hits in order to get Tom to the end. So here we are. <laughs> So it's pretty obvious, I guess, from Drew's point, uh, from this point, spoilers ahead. Um, I know you guys might be wondering if Tom made it through or not. He did, spoiler alert. Um, But without further ado, we're getting into spoiler territory. So if you haven't watched episode six yet, go back and watch it on our YouTube channel, Survivor Grand Rapids. But without further ado, we will bring in our eliminated castaway. And drumroll, please, we have Mark... Mark, welcome to your podcast. How are we doing? How is it feeling? Living the dream. Uh, last week wasn't fun watching it back, but a couple couple of cold brewskis, you know, you got to do what you got to do because it's not 12 degrees where I am, and that's better than most everybody else in my cast can say. Mm-hmm. Yep, and we are also joined by the gentleman who brought you on. Uh, the show introduced you to it. Charlie, Charlie what is it like seeing... Uh, your referral i guess sitting here with us today oh it's so much fun i mean me and mark um if anybody doesn't know the backstory i don't know if you talked about it much in the actual show but mark and i were roommates in florida we worked at disney world for a couple months um and it was just i mean i introduced mark to survivor dearborn because he just brought up he likes survivor one day and i was like oh well me and my friends make a youtube show out of it and uh so then he was like oh my gosh this is amazing we've been talking about him doing it forever but we did season four, like the summer after Disney, I think. And then that wasn't the right time or anything. And so we we waited a while. And the first chance we got, we got Mark on the cast because, I mean, obviously he was a lot of fun to watch. I, I hope everyone uh, enjoyed him as much as I did. Yeah, uh, Mark, I, I mean, I'm, I dare to say you were one of the first people that we called for uh, Survivor Grand Rapids. You were one of the first people that we made sure that we had the dates aligned. Um, because you've been knocking on that door for about four years now. It seems like you were, you know, the longest person awaiting to be on this cast. What was it like, I guess, to finally fly up and experience the game that you 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 and Charlie kind of, you know, bonded over, I guess, as roommates? It was so cool. Um, I don't know, like, I've always dreamed of playing on, like, the actual show. And obviously, like, this is a fantastic version of that. Um, and it was just, like, such a surreal experience that, like, I finally get to go and like play the character that I want to play, like play the game I want to play and do this thing. And it was really, really cool. And I know I'm going to be a kiss up for saying it, but I just appreciate you, Dom, for everything you put into it. Cause I know it was a lot of work and uh, the production team minus Charlie too. Like you guys did a fantastic job. I know, shut up. Um, but you guys did a great job and I don't know. It was just a really surreal and like cool experience and I wouldn't trade it for the world. And yeah, it was awesome. Well, I take I- back everything nice I just said. <laughs> I'm glad that you uh, you showed up and you you showed out at, all the way up until the end, um, Drew. I guess this is uh, I, I I'm wondering what your opinion was on Mark. We kind of skipped over. Um, we did a, a brief recap, I guess, of episode one through three, which is where I feel we really saw Mark come into fruition, and we've only really been recapping mark spiral i guess <laughs> so yeah. um, what was i guess so far out of the six episodes how did you feel about mark and you're like well how do you feel about him sitting with us today okay so mark i really liked you in the first few episodes i was like okay this guy is here to have fun if nothing else and like he clearly knows what the game is and then we got to episodes like three four five and i was like okay mark's kind of in his go girl give us nothing era but this last episode i became a mark stan because if there's nothing else i love it is people creating drama and people being bitter 
and you gave us both of those and when you got mad at your tribe and like pulled out the the pretending to have an idol trick i was like yep okay i'm all in on mark like if mark goes this episode i i don't i don't know how i'm going to continue on but here we are being forced to continue on so mark i fully stand you and would love to see you play again honestly i appreciate that thank you drew I think that's kind of a consensus, Mark. We know that you had a lot more left in the tank, especially come the merge. Um, and unfortunately, you were just one shy of it. Uh, for those tuning in, spoiler alert, for next week, we are officially merged. So, Mark, you did just miss that big, you know, coming together. Um, how do you feel, I guess, overall, just general thoughts on your exit and uh, the placement that you got in the game? Yeah, Um Definitely not where I wanted to be. It's kind of like a funny behind the scenes story that the drive down, um, I drove down with Charlie, Sydney, and Tom. And that was my first time meeting Tom. We didn't talk like any strategy or anything. But the one thing I said to them about the game is I flew all the way up here. Please just let me get to the merge. Um, and they both were like, yeah, 100%. Like we got you when it gets to that point. And then look who were the two that ended up voting me out. So um it was it was a bummer because I did my best, and I'll talk about this a little bit later, to convince my tribe. I didn't know anything about when the merge was coming, but I wanted to convince them that it was coming uh, because I wanted, I'll get into this later, but I wanted to convince them the merge was coming to get me one vote further. Um, and I feel like I did a good job of that, but I honestly had no idea what was happening. So it was just like, it was a lot of fun. Um, I'm proud of the way I played and really, I think I just got screwed by the swap at the end of the day. Yeah, the screwed swap, I guess, is is something that we can explore and discuss as a panel. Um, but let's start from the beginning. We had um, one of my favorite uh, castaways come on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Um, Zoe joined us, and that, I feel, was the catalyst of you getting into the game. Zoe's clue that she hid from everybody. And I guess we'll just start from the beginning. Mark, standing on Ionia's mat. Uh, surrounded by everybody on your tribe. You pointed out Zoe right from the get-go as somebody that you wanted to get out. Um, and then you ended up voting with her, which I guess kind of sent you on a trajectory to be booted out. Um, how was that relationship for you initially? And that really also did get you with Taylor and Ryan. Uh, what were those initial, I guess, you know, moves that you made in the game? And how do, how do you feel like that impacted where you're at? I would, there are two enigmas of my game, and one of them I'll talk about later. Um, and it's not who you think, spoilers ahead. Um, but Zoe was definitely the first one where I really didn't know what to make of her because, like, me as the Uber Survivor fan, I'm thinking, oh, she has a clue. We all know she has a clue, and she's hiding it from us, aka she's shady, when in reality, it's just kind of like a lack of knowledge of like how the game works and that that's going to paint a target on your back. Um, so from the start, kind of my thought process of like, I need to tell people about this was nothing brings people together more than having a common enemy. Yep. So if I can paint the target on someone's back, and unfortunately it was Zoe, because like within the first five minutes of the game, there's something that I can kind of make that happen with. Um, I could like kind of paint that light in like the best way possible. And to be fair, it worked for a little mm -hmm. while because we saw throughout the early parts of, of day one that a lot of your tribe was throwing out Zoe's name because of that clue. So that worked for at least a couple of episodes. Yeah, definitely. No, and ultimately what came down to with Zoe, number one, she's a fantastic person, uh, like no hard feelings against her. Um, or obviously I should be the one apologizing, but it's fine. Um, but I really like the person I wanted to work with more than anybody was Jen. And I knew how close the two of them were. Um, and I really wanted to like do my best to work with her. Like the very first person I talked to in the game, I went up to Jen and I was like, Hey, we both flew in here. But in reality, like I wanted to work with a returning player because I knew that that was somebody who would have a bigger target than I would. Um, and because she's like one of the smartest people in the game too. So I think from the start, um, Zoe was kind of like my common bond person, but also like the more we talked in the group with me, her and Jen, the more like I was like, oh, she's a nice person. I can work with her. Um, the Ryan and Taylor thing, that was like really, really good. Like Ryan, I thought was going to be my number one the whole game. And I genuinely believe like, first of all, I'm just going to put this out there. If I were him, I would not have given me the idol either. So like props to you, Ryan. That was the smart move. 
Um, Dom Dom asked me last week. He was like, "So Drew, do you think that he's going to give Mark the idol?" And I said, "Absolutely not. There is no chance. <laughs> like that's not happening. Who would like? Yep. Not even not sorry. Not not even like Dom's players would yep. do that." <laughs> My pitch for him. I mean, Edison almost gave it to no, him. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> okay. You don't know what my players are capable of, Drew. <laughs> well, to be fair, Dom, you have had like yeah. ten people voted out with idols in their pockets, so it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm head out. Yeah. <laughs> um, my pitch, though, to Ryan, that I kind of like, we subtly talked at the the tug of war, and I went to him, and I was more like, "Hey, everybody knows you have this. You have a big target on your back." So, like, I'm trying to like pull him back in and make him think like, "Oh, I'm in trouble if I don't give this up." So. That's the Ryan piece, but he was some. I'm getting way ahead, and I'm sorry, I'm so scatterbrained with this. Oh no, no, no! We love to hear. Yeah, it's great. Um, but Ryan, I really, really liked, and I really genuinely wanted to work to, with till the end. Taylor, everybody was kind of like trying to get Taylor out. All the girls were because they didn't really trust her. I remember, um, but I was like, she's the one girl that's like for sure trying to work with me. So yeah, Taylor asked. I'm sorry, never met Taylor D in the game, but lovely person. Um. But no, Taylor was really awesome to have. So I liked our little three-person group. Um, yeah. That's yeah. a lot to answer that one question. You're good. I think you kind of painted a picture for where you're at. Um, and so I kind of want to include Charlie on this because Mark was your uh, recruit. Um, and I guess because, you know, he did kind of spill the beans. You, Sydney, and Tom drove up together. I'm sure you monitored that car ride, you know, like – no other and made sure nobody was strategizing or anything. But uh, my question is, did Mark surpass your expectations coming in the game? Uh, did you expect Sydney and Tom to end up working with him? Like, what were your expectations for how Mark was going to perform? I mean, I think that I didn't want to hold any expectations over who's going to work with who, just in terms of you never knew how the game was going to shake out. And a swap really changes things. I mean, like, you can't expect someone – who knows you just to work with you just because you end up on the same team, you know? So I didn't have those ex expectations for Sydney and Tom. I think for Mark, my expectations were kind of what happened. I think he played really, really well at the beginning in terms of setting himself up with the right people. I think he was smart in going for Jen. I think he was smart for going with Ryan. Um, I think he knew all along he was never going to get that idol back from Ryan, but I think he did form good relationships with some of those people. And, um, I just think in the end, uh, he he got really involved in the chaos, and it's easy to say from someone who filmed it, but like and saw their confessionals and saw their conversations. But there were definitely inroads that he could have taken, and I was a little yeah. disappointed he didn't. But he did give us such a great uh, final episode for him. So I knew I knew we were, if Mark got voted out, it was going to be a fun vote. I can tell you that. Okay, so Charlie and Mark are going to be working together on All Stars. Got it. Got it. Yeah, I, right I will work Charlie out the first chance I get. Uh, Mark, Mark, I do have a question for you. Yeah. So, um, obviously, you're a fan of Survivor. Survivor. Um, did you have any players in mind from the show that you wanted to maybe play like? That's a great question. Um. I think the stereotypical but like honest answer and just hear me out on this is Tony. Um, and this is I literally knew you were gonna say that. Like I yeah. almost blurted it out. Like I knew you were either gonna say Tony or Parvati. Like, yep. I just felt it. Parvati. I wanted the Tony vibe because he's like the master of chaos, but then at the same time, like he has these great relationships where people are not gonna turn on him. And I'm like, I like to be the person that like is making the plans and stirring the pot, but at the same time, like can make and develop those relationships too. So he's kind of who I wanted to play um, like, but I think it definitely went downhill after the swap. I'm still working on what player to compare you to because I feel like every other player that we've had on this podcast, I've compared them to a real player. So I'm working on yours. I'm okay. working on it. We'll Mark is his own beast. He's Oakland Mark, baby. Oakland Mark I got my Mark kind of gives me Judd Sargent vibes. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but like in a good way. In a good way? Okay. <laughs> well, well I uh, want to head over to our comment section real quick. We have a fan in the comments. Valencia is letting us know that she just started it and she's loving it. And I'm so glad that you're watching and that you're enjoying it. We have a lot more coming your way. Uh, like I said, we're about to hit the merge and we're about to hit our stride with that. 
Um, and she well, said, go vote Marcus fan favorite. She said that she hopes or was hoping that you wouldn't get voted out. So unfortunately, uh, you proved her or let her down, Mark. But uh, she, <laughs> she can uh, vote for you for fan favorite if that's something she would like to do. Um, but let's move on, Mark. I do have one question for you, and this is kind of still in the first beginning stage of the game. Um, with the uh, you know the twist of bringing back Jen and Ryan or Survivor Dearborn players, you probably had the best knowledge of Survivor Dearborn. Mm-hmm. I think even our couples, Sydney, Ryan, Juliana. I don't even know if Brendan Esper even like watched the whole. Uh, did we cut out a Wi-Fi? Computer? You're good. Yeah, you're, you're good. Right. Cool. I yeah, don't know you're... what happened. Yeah. Um, but. Um, I don't even know if the, our couples or Brennan Esper even, you know, completed the whole series of, of Survivor Dearborn. And you are sitting here probably with the most knowledge of everybody. What were your thoughts of Jen and Ryan coming into the game? And how did that kind of start to develop your gameplay, I guess? Did that affect it at all? You're setting me up here because I think every Instagram post that you had between the years 2019 and 2022, I would comment, bring back Ryan for season five. Uh, Ryan was like always my favorite um, and I got to meet him at a party at Charlie's house one time. And it was like literally like a starstruck moment over this guy who's like two years younger than me. But um, I was really excited because Jen, I don't think I had a great impression of because she never really like made it that far into the game. But what I did know of her, she was super strategic um, and had like a good base knowledge of it. But Ryan was the person that like I definitely wanted to work with because I saw his loyalty and he was the only person that I had like a genuine relationship with because of the one night that i met him and i felt like that was like my big disadvantage going into it um so i think i definitely would have tried if i had the chance to work with ryan on my tribe but like knowing both of their past i really kind of saw myself working with either of them and could have seen that through too awesome well good to hear i'm glad at least one person on this cast knew that ryan played a loyal game um seems like everybody on cascade forgot about that or just didn't even care he literally got voted out first, or he went to the end with the same people. It was terrible. Exactly. So we so we touched on all that. We kind of set up everything. You guys won in stellar fashion in quite a few of those immunity challenges. Uh, you guys had one unanimous vote sending Hannah home, granting her wishes. And then the next morning, we swapped. Were you expecting that at all? So yes and no. Uh, the reason I say no is because I genuinely did not think you had the budget for an extra set of buffs. Um, and that was my honest to goodness truth, which is why I was like, I think we're okay. But then I was like, if it's going to happen, it's going to be the morning after we all bond at night and have a bonfire and stuff. So I was expecting it, um, but I kind of wasn't because I really didn't think you could afford it if I'm going to be 100% upfront. We got full-time jobs now. They got sponsors. Survivor Dearborn has sponsors. Can we let them in, Dom, about the morning of that morning? About So I wake up from, like, a Snapchat from Mark. Like, can you get, like, a camera person out here? I've been out here searching for idols for, like, two hours. Nope. That's valid. I was, like, filming yourself, and I rolled over and went back to sleep. (laughs) I was Snapchatting him and Charlie, and I was, like, I've been out here since 4 a.m. This is probably at 545 and I was like, well, one of the two of you let me know where this darn idol is. And Tom just responds to me and says, get it on film when you find it. And I was like, all right, so something's out here, but nothing was out there. Yeah, I, I, I think wanted. that was one of my biggest um, shocks from both you and from Jen. Two uh, Survivor players, Survivor fans um, didn't know that there's only one idol in play at a time per camp, I guess, uh, that might have slipped your mind. I don't know. You guys spent countless hours looking for stuff um but yeah i I thought that was kind of funny that you were (laughs) looking for something that wasn't there um but yeah so i guess we swapped and we did see our divide four v four um and it doesn't i i don't know how can you walk me through that initial swap what were your thoughts when you first saw that did you think you were screwed initially so the people that I was closest to from the Blue Tribe, in my opinion, it's not shown on camera a lot, but he would confirm it to me and Brendan Esper had a really good relationship um, and we really wanted to work together. I thought Ryan and Taylor were my go-tos and then Jen I wanted to work with too. So four of the five people that I most wanted to work with in the game, I saw went over to the other sc- tribe and I was like, oh, this is not a good spot for me. 
Um, but the fact that Sydney and Tom were coming over, I was like, this might be a bright side, but also, I don't know. So also the fact of how disjointed the four were from the yeah. other tribe, like I we're gonna get to it, but I have yep. so much beef with them right now. Like, it's crazy. Um but no, so ultimately, and I I can get into it now a little bit too. The other like big enigma, and that you kind of saw it in one of the episodes when I talked to Juliana, she gave me absolutely nothing, and I was like, I don't trust her. And then immediately the one time she gives me any attention or any like information, I was like, I want to work with her till the end. So she was like my big person where I was like, I really don't know where I lie with her, but like she's somebody I want to work with till the end. Um, and I think besides Zoe, she was the one who like stayed the most loyal too. So I apologize for my comment about you being a liar. I thought you threw a challenge anyway. Yeah, I think um, I, for me personally on that swap, I didn't really know where it was going. Um, I, I For the four Cascade, I was very surprised that they all managed to stick together. And for the four Ionia, I'm surprised you guys divided as much as you did, um, at least just from what I was able to see. It seemed like your bonds were a little bit deeper than um, what theirs seemed to be on that tribe. Uh, and I'm curious to know what your thoughts are on Tom and Addison's strategy. I'm sure you had some, you know, some big opinions on their group voting rather than alliance voting. Um, what were your thoughts on that? Watching it back. I'm not sure if you recognize that in the moment. So Addison was the, I went to him right after the swap and I pitched to him the idea of me, him, Ryan and Liam working together at the merge. Um, and immediately I got really bad vibes from him. And then like five minutes later, Zoe comes up and they're like, she's like, Tom and Addison, we're throwing your name out, um, down by the water well. And I'm like, oh, well, my suspicions were confirmed. So I kind of got the vibe that the two of them were working together. And then I went and tried to basically bully Sydney into telling me what she wanted to do. Um, and that clearly didn't work out because I was starting to get desperate at that point. Um, but in terms of like the, the voting, big group voting type thing. I really honestly, like I felt like it was more hidden because I didn't realize Kyle would flip so quickly. Um, and I really thought that he was going to stick blue, um, but I should have known better than that too. So I don't know if that answers your question, but it really was like a, I would go up to somebody and immediately feel like they were kicking me to the curb. So I would try to go up to the next person and see if I could do better. Yeah. It kind of felt like from the previous episode, like, or yeah once once zoe was once zoe was booted i was like yeah mark has no no shot here unless he's able to find an idol or there's another swap or merge or something or ryan because, one. Yeah, yeah um because like they're like kyle was not gonna flip back those four from original red were not gonna split up because for some reason they think that there are no alliances in the game Except for Sydney. Sydney's the only person who I think is actually thinking out of that group. Um her later. I'm saying Yeah, oh no, I have major beef with her. I'm gonna fight her. Um, but yeah, I, I was just like, yeah, Mark is screwed because these other like out of the other six people on the tribe, five of them are not gonna change. So yeah. like what's the point of the sixth person changing? So Mark is done if they lose. So I would, I would agree. Uh, I think like I replayed it in my head multiple times because I was a big proponent of there's inroads, there's inroads. He should have done this. He could have done that. But then like when I look back to the conversation, Juliana, like Juliana approached him on the porch and was like, well, what do you want to do? And it's like, what is Mark going to say that's going to change your mind? Right. Like, and I what is Juliana like out of the other six, Juliana is the only one who I could maybe see flipping and working with Mark again. But like what power does Juliana have at this point? And I also, like, I just didn't think I didn't think anything Mark said in that situation would have changed the outcome of what yeah. was going to happen. I think if I, I, I think for Mark specifically with him bluffing that he had the idol what Juliana may have been looking for is like a name that she might be yep. able to do because that's two votes. If you're splitting the votes and like you, you know, you detach something from it. If they think the majority of the votes are going on Mark, maybe Juliana can go and, you know, just get them to split again. Right. And we did see Juliana, Sydney and uh, Bridget kind of start working together. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. That's the, my long strategy play. And that's something I wanted to touch on. Because when we started talking about when the merge was going to happen, I was trying my hardest to convince them that it was the next round. Because, like, legitimately, I knew that 
picking up from what they knew about the game, Sydney and Juliana were the two smart ones who would realize, like, hey, if Addison goes into the merge with an idol, then that's a problem. So that's why I tried to, like, start to convince people in that sense um, that, like, why are you taking Mark out when you can take me out whenever? And this is your one chance to blindside Addison when he's very confident. Also, I apologize to you, Addison, too. No hard feelings. I don't think you went hard on that, though, in the, in the final – like that was the inroad that I was talking about, yeah. and I think I think you kind of gave up on that. Like you you said that a lot in the previous episode, but this past episode, I feel like you kind of gave up on that, and we're just banking on getting an idol and then causing chaos. And I just like at the final tribal, like you were throwing out random names. You didn't even target Addison at the final tribal. It didn't seem. I don't know why I didn't target Addison then. You know. I think the big uh, for me watching it back and editing it all. Um, I think the big beef between Mark and Addison already put Addison on edge. So pitching his name is going to, you know, Addison plays an idol, Mark goes home anyway. So maybe holding the cards close to your chest was a better move for you, Mark. But it's all, you know, hindsight is 2020 because there's so many conversations. Addison is paranoid as all hell, like 24-7 in this game. And so you never know if he's going to play his idol or not. So blindsiding him, you really can't do it because I don't know if it would be that much of a blind side. Cause he talks about being blindsided every single episode. Oh, <laughs> so, so. <laughs> so uh, I guess we kind of jumped ahead and we kind of moved all around um, talking about it, which is totally okay because I don't know if there was a lot much to say um, about Taylor's episode. Um, you guys won the tug of war, which was phenomenal by the way. Yep. Um, and then you guys lost. Taylor got robbed. That's what I have to say. <laughs> you yeah. lost the most recent. Taylor was robbed. I feel like um, she also was a victim. I feel of the swap. But um, you guys lost the most recent episode with the challenge of the lock picking of everything. Juliana did not throw that challenge. I uh, literally she, thought she was. That's why I was so mad at her. Was, uh, <laughs> she, that lock is a little funky. And honestly, as a production member, I want to note that we might be switching up our lock combos um, to more just numerical ones because that is uh, – we've had too many casualties of the locks um, with that happen. So, um, Mark well, is got a like, second try. Well, that's uh, – you don't mess with the butcher. Nothing gets between the butcher. <laughs> He's also a locksmith. He didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, Drew, I'm curious on what you thought. That was one of my favorite challenges that we've had. What did you think about that challenge? I think it was a solid challenge, uh, lock malfunctions aside. I mean, I don't really have a ton to say about the challenge other than I think that you've done a really good job with the challenges so far this season. I've been very entertained. Thank you. How did you feel about Puzzle Queen Claire finally completing a puzzle? I mean, I am a fan of Claire. I was happy to see it because all season, like it's been recurring that like every episode people are like, yeah, we can vote Claire. She says she's good at puzzles, but... (laughs) So I thought it was great for Claire to actually have a moment to do a puzzle. I think she was saved by that lock from Juliana, though. I mean, it did take. I mean, she clearly didn't know how to do slide puzzles. Yeah. And so, for note for our um, future castaways, please practice slide puzzles. (laughs) We we only have so much time in the day. I didn't get our cool challenges. We got to use it. Yeah, (laughs) we only have so many, so much time in the budget. All of all the rest of the money is going to new buffs. Um, but yeah, so we'd go through the challenge and then we end up right in the backyard on the front porch of Ionia. Everybody kind of scatters a little bit. Um, it seems like Addison, Tom, you are having your own little conversation. Kyle's probably off lingering, getting some water. And then Juliana and Sydney separate and Bridget kind of joins in on the conversation and they have their own plan, not for this tribal council, but for the next tribal council. Drew, were you able to follow that? No. Okay, so I can shed some light on that. So Juliana and Sydney were trying to, or Sydney comes to Juliana trying to pitch this plan to vote out Addison and flush his idol. Not vote him out, but more so flush his idol. Right, which makes sense. Tribal council, right? But she still wants to be able to work with him. So what Juliana pitches is that they use Addison as a vote so that they don't lose his trust on this one. And they use him and his idol kind of in the next round and blindside Ryan. All six people stick together collectively and they go 
for Ryan. You know, they don't tell anybody. And it looks like um, Benjamin Snyder is saying Kyle was maybe looking for an idol. <laughs> I don't know if Kyle knew there was an idol out there. I don't think that tracks. <laughs> but uh, maybe it was. Kyle was lurking in the woods a little bit. Um, but as I was saying, uh, they planned. We helped me look that morning. I'm just going to put that out there. We looked for an hour together. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle was off doing his own thing. I had no footage of what Kyle was up to this episode, if I'm being honest. Um, and so anyway, Juliana and Sydney were plotting this demise of Ryan without even going to tribal council this round. Um, so I, I, what they were trying to do was get their six Ionia people on board. They wanted to move forward from this tribal council and them stick together as a group, go for Ryan, flush Addison's idol in the process. It's this whole convoluted plan that we will see if it even works out or comes to fruition. Um, but I guess, Mark, did you, were you able to follow it? Charlie, were you able to follow it? The vet, um, and what were your thoughts, I guess, thinking ahead to the merge without even the merge happening? Charlie, you first, I've talked a lot. Well, I think it's, I think it's smart to think ahead. I think a lot of people in this cast, like have good ideas and present these ideas and are able to talk through them well, but give up on them pretty fast. Like, I don't. I think the flushing the idol idea was a great idea. And I think it, it could have, I agree. Mark, you're nodding your head. I think you could have hammered it down two more this episode, but I also think they could have, they could have ran with that. And um, I understand keeping it and going for a big player like Ryan later on. And it does make sense. Um, but when you don't know when the merge is like that could have gone on for three or four more votes. And now you need Addison out and he has an idol and he can stay in the game, you know? So I don't know. I thought I thought it's I think it's very I think Juliana and Sydney think ahead more than anybody, which is a great thing to be doing. And I think that's why they're pretty high up in everyone's rankings for how this game is going. So I think they're very smart in that. And um, I just think maybe the idol should have been flushed. So uh, I guess this kind of leans into Drew some questions that you may be having. How did Tom's name get brought up in everything? No, let me just okay. pull out over my little note sheet. Okay, stage is yours. I, love I said, Sydney is throwing out Tom's name. I'm calling the police. This has nothing good for her. He survives the tribal council after somebody who he's in an alliance with throws out his name. So all she's managed to do by throwing out his name is now put on his radar that his name has been thrown out by people that he's supposedly working with. And he survives the tribal council. Why are we saying Tom is the threat? Who is Tom a threat to? Tom's not winning the game. Sydney, Those, that in is, in that is, previous like, seasons of Backyard Survivor, though, the people who aren't winning the game are the ones who end up winning the game. Like, I'm truly baffled. They are in a three-person alliance. They have a final three. And I understand Sydney now is like, yeah, I kind of want to pivot away from working with Tom. But you don't immediately throw out someone's name and then know that they will survive the tribal council. They survive the tribal council now, and it gets back to them that you that someone who's their closest ally just threw out their name. I just don't understand. Like, Sydney is a great player, but this baffled me. And it's not just because it's Tom, and I'm a massive Tom fan. It's but not. Like, I just... I just don't like I don't understand it. Like when this happened, I was like, Sydney, like I, I just I the math does not add up. So I can I can kind of no, nobody did a confessional about this. This all really happened last minute once Mark, you know, threw everybody for a loop saying that he had an idol. And what their plan was was if Mark does have an idol, like he says that he does. Tom is most likely the one out of the six moving forward to flip and go back to Liam and Ryan. And so I think that was what their biggest concern was moving forward. So it kind of makes sense um, in the sense of like move, like voting him out. But I also agree with you. It doesn't really make a whole ton of sense knowing that Tom is going to stay in. But when you're in the moment and somebody's telling you that you're about to unanimously vote out that they have an idol and that they're also throwing their one vote onto you, I think, you know, gears start to turn and you start to kind of narrow down, you know, what, who, who's next and on your, okay. Pick so, 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 so if I'm, if I'm Sydney and someone is telling me, Mark is telling me that he has an idol and I know Addison has an idol. And those are the two names that are out right now. Why would I throw out Tom or Bridget's name? I'm trying to work with Juliana. So who does that leave? Not Tom. 
Rat King. That leaves Rat King. So <laughs> why are we not throwing out his name instead? It just does not make sense. Maybe they forgot about him. He was down. He was lingering. <laughs> I think. I mean, genuinely, I think, I think Kyle was. I think Kyle at that point. Like, I think I've been very surprised as to how much Kyle was in the in the works with things because just from an outside perspective, while the game was going on, I thought he was just a complete non-entity. And to Sydney's defense, I think that's what she thought in the moment too. And I mean, Tom is a threat. Like everybody kind of liked Tom and everybody wanted to work with Tom and he was funny. I mean, like people wanted to keep him around. It's, I don't think he's necessarily winning the game at this point, but I think if you let someone like Tom get far, it's not the safest thing in the world. Even I if he's Just to jump in on that point, I said that I was going to vote for Sydney and did that bluff. Cause I just kind of assumed they all thought that I was going to say Addison. Cause like, obviously I had my burning hatred toward him, whatever. We're cool now. I hope. Um, but no, I was like, number one, everybody's going to think that I'm going to say Addison. So obviously they have a plan for it. He is an idol, whatever. Um, and number two, she's also like the smartest one there and understand would be the one to understand, like not to bash on everybody else on that drive, but I just genuinely have like that much respect for Sydney, but she would be the one that is also like, central enough within that group that they would want to do whatever it took to save her too so i was like strategically is the best pick to throw somebody or bluff somebody's name out too wow okay yeah i didn't understand that i like that description you just gave that was pretty i'm just gassing sydney wow. up this episode charlie make sure she takes me to dinner next time i'm up there Thank you. <laughs> i think a good point also to add that sydney made is that mark is a strategic threat you know just a walking target come emerge he's going to get himself out people are going to hop on that vote no matter what and so keeping him around and getting rid of a player like tom who might be easily able to skate by a couple votes because why would you waste a vote on tom at this point you know so getting that out before the merge may also come to fruition um i'll head in again to the comment section benjamin snyder also says on the last few seasons of cbs survivor the under the radar strategy won the game that's Gabler, assuming that there Gabler is strategy. Could Tom. Gabler could be our Tom. I think that, you know, it, it, it the games are kind of lining up just all over the place, but still an integral part to votes. Um, so I think those are some pretty, pretty good points. I think Tom can definitely win this season if he is in the finals with two people who have done absolutely nothing. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Nothing gets decided till the merge anyway, in terms of the end game. So. And, like, honestly, going into the merge, I don't think Tom is in, like, a ton of danger. But, like, now he knows his allies are throwing out his name. Yeah. I think that's a big point. And uh, so the game – so fast forward in a little bit. We we touched on a lot of topics, I feel like, um, res revolving around the strategy of this last tribal council there's a lot of moving pieces and a lot of sides of the story that we really don't have we don't have a lot of the perspective of the ionia tribe just yet we might see that come in the next episode if people start to explain their moves or when they end up on the podcast with their torch snuff um, so we will see how that goes uh, but i do want to move into the next part of um, what we're talking about. Um, and that is the merge and kind of what, you know, what could have been, Mark? We want to know what your plans were moving forward, what kind of player you might have been in the merge. Um, Rytovius asks, if you made the merge, who do you think would have been your number one ally and vice versa? Who do you, who would you have targeted right away? Number one ally, if it's not Ryan uh, Mango, who was already voted out, but absolutely would have worked with him. But, um, I think strategically, I was really, really, really hoping it would be Jen. Um, and that was something that like I kind of kept under the radar because I didn't want to make it a big thing. But like I wanted to work with her. And also, I really wanted to get with Liam, too, because um, like everybody talks about the meat shield and like what better meat shield than the six foot eight behemoth of a busher. Um, but also, I knew like he was smart and I knew he had his stuff together. So they were like the two that I wanted to work with besides Ryan, too. Um, and the person I wanted to get out more than anybody was honestly either Sydney or Juliana, because I knew that both of them were so like intricate within their own group that they had formed in this, this tribe that had just screwed me that if I made it through this, then I would immediately flip over and try to take out one of the two of them. Okay. Interesting. Um, Drew thoughts on that. Are you, what are you expecting? I guess coming into the merge. 
I think what do I think? It's weird because like a third of the players like aren't playing like they're playing but they're not like playing survivor like does that make sense like yeah. tom and addison they're just like yeah we don't have alliances like we're just voting like what i so, was thinking about that i'm gonna challenge you on that drew because i came that's in what and they like, said yeah i came in and i'm like i'm the super fan but the more i thought about it since i got voted out i was like you're not playing survivor you're playing right. the game that you're cast no playing. and you that's why that's block game i completely agree which is what that was leading into um, that kind of like led into my next thought, which was, I don't know if the people who are playing survivor or the people who are playing survivor are going to take over. Like, is it going to be the block votes that take over or is it going to be the people who are being a little more maybe sneaky and cunning? Like it could, it could easily be uh, Jen's group that takes over Jen and all of her connections, or it could just be that we merge and the entire current uh, Ionia tribe just sticks together. I like, want to stop. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say it could go either way for me. And I, I really can't tell which I like. I also love the amount of connections that we have going into the swap. And it seems like almost everybody's name has been thrown out. I think I think that's a, a storyline through every season of Survivor Dearborn or Grand Rapids because you can't just say like Survivor because this is never going to emulate Survivor CBS directly because we have people who know each other. We have significant others. We have siblings the game is completely different from the start. And then you're taking people who have these relationships who haven't necessarily watched a ton of survivor, but you know, understand what the game is, try to make it work. So it, it forms this whole completely different game. And you're right in saying that there are the people that go in knowing what the game survivor on CBS is. And there's the people who adapt though. I don't think it's not playing. I think it's, Oh, I agree. What works. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's, it's yeah. a lot of social game. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. un unintentional, yeah. unintentional social game. Um, I would love to hear some of these people that we're talking about, like um, Addison, Tom, um, even Bridget maybe, and a few others who are um, sort of playing that adapted survivor game. I would love to hear them talk more about doing it intentionally, mm -hmm. but I don't think we've necessarily gotten that because I don't know that they know they're doing it. Yeah, <laughs> um, but true. yeah, yeah. I think honestly, the game going into the merge is pretty wide open. I think there are a couple of people who I think at this point can't win. Um, not because they're played badly, but the opposite, because I think they stick out for playing too well. Like, I don't think Liam can win. Um, he's, he's so out there. I don't think Addison can win, although people keep letting him get through tribal after tribal um i i don't think i don't know i don't know i don't think ryan can win we'll see but those are the three that i'm just like yeah they're so far like they're playing so hard i don't know but i think it, the game's pretty open for everybody else yeah i i think uh we make a great point um everybody has brought up some some good points on how this game is being played and i think that really emulates what the fresh meat aspect to it is um, we are seeing one of the rawest games of Survivor kind of come to fruition in this season. A lot of these players have never seen Survivor before. Mm -hmm. have only seen like a couple clips, a couple episodes, don't really know what's going on, or maybe just saw it in like their parents' living room or something on a family TV night. Um, but it's it, what we're seeing is them start to develop strategy and um, kind of make their own terms and going into the game uh and building off of that and so what i i remember thinking back what i was most excited for at this merge is seeing all these storylines kind of come head to head um from the relationships that we have we have the lesnow sisters jen and bridget about to make their reunion so i think that can be something really fun um everybody is nervous about addison and ryan's idol um, we have Ritovius guessing that both idols are going to be flushed next round. So that's going to be something that we might be able to see. Or I don't believe it because every round people try to get Addison votes on Addison to either flush the idol or blindside him. And then somehow it gets changed 20 minutes before trial. Mark's the threat we have to take out this round. Yes, yeah, so we have to take out the man with no connections. 
who was going to flip on everybody regardless. Yeah. I mean, I, maybe they were smart in Mark's, Mark's decision. Oh, I was flipping in the heart. It's all, but I feel like we're at this point in the game. And when I tell you, I had every, after this episode was released, we had maybe like three separate group chats of different people in it. And all three were blowing up, just talking about what was going on and how the game is being played. And I think this goes to show how, like, this is the hardest anybody has played one of my backyard versions of Survivor all the way through. All of all of our boots that we've had, all six episodes, everybody has given it their all, whether it shows on screen or not. And that's something that I'm proud of that the cast has been committed to doing. And, I mean, the only other season comparable to it is our final season of Survivor Heroes versus Villains. Or Survivor Dearborn Heroes vs. Villains, where everybody thought that that was their last go. And everybody is treating this as their first and last go, which is why I respect Mark so much for the way that he went out. Because I would not cap off that pre-merge any better way I than agree. going off with a blaze of glory. Because that is just the defining factor of how we wanted that pre-merge to be played. Because the floodgates are about to be open, and this merge is anybody's game. And I'm excited to be able to edit that and watch everything come to fruition. Because I'm also editing week to week for those that are watching. I'm, I'm a little bit behind, so I'm watching this footage as I'm, I'm, I'm releasing it. So I'm really excited um, for everybody else to watch. Yeah, and we're really excited to watch. I know I come on here and uh, bash on players a lot, <laughs> but it's because it, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm, I'm having a good time. Like I genuinely am loving, even like Sydney acting a fool. I love it. I think it's so much fun. Can't wait to meet her and fight her. <laughs> I wanted to say he doesn't want to watch anymore because I'm out. But that's just oh, me. Yeah. To Dominic's point with Mark going out, though, I was going to ask Mark, Dom, have we ever had? I know we have an applause after someone gets voted out or hugs after someone gets voted out sometimes. But we have we ever had an applause during a tribal council before votes are read like that? I don't think we have. I don't think we have either. I, I it, it's really shocking to see. I guess not shocking, but it's it's unprecedented in our game uh, because I do ask that they don't applaud <laughs> or do hugs or anything. This is a game. You're voting people out. We're on a schedule. We have to move along. But for to to offer that sort of reception, I think that goes to show the respect that you had of everybody mm -hmm. um, on your cast and on your tribe. Um, I mean, even Cascade commented on it. They heard the applause go out. So they knew somebody big was going out. Um, and you were you were that uh, that slaughtered lamb, I guess, so to speak. That's I don't know <laughs> if I could maybe find a better method. <laughs> At least Dom gave me a good handshake. I'm like the awkward one with uh, Addison earlier. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I meant to comment on that Addison handshake earlier. Yeah, I was well, basically yeah. just trying to gaslight this man because I knew he was stressed, but I'll love. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I gave like my little spiel about why I'm so passionate about this cast. And Mark, I feel like you you really did come out and you were you were the spokesperson, I feel like, for our first half of this game coming out. You know, you were one of our first confessionals letting us know that you came to play, flew all the way from Florida and, you know, gave it everything that you had. Um, and you joined our camera crew. So those watching, be on the lookout for Mark in the background. Um, so I'm super excited to see what we were able to create from this point out. Um, but we are getting into a little bit later into the podcast. So I feel like we should start wrapping it up a little bit. Um, and with that comes our power player rankings. I'm sure all of us are jumping at the bit. I'm ready this week. So to, uh, to give our top three. So um, Drew, why don't you take it away? Uh, if you're ready to go, I'm excited to hear what you got for our third place person of this week. So for number three, I was torn between a few people, but ultimately I landed on someone maybe who didn't necessarily have like an outstanding week this week, but who I think moving forward doesn't have the hardest route. Um, and that person is Claire because who's voting out Claire at the merge? Okay. Um, I, yeah, like, I think that's a completely fair point. Like I, Claire, she she got her puzzle moment, which solidified her getting the point for me, because um, she finally got her puzzle. And like going into the merge, like like I said, who's looking at Claire for like two or three votes minimum? I think that's a really fair point. Claire was on my honorable mentions list for me personally. I thought that she had a you know for the little content that we saw of Claire, she has a very very good read on the game. Yep. Um, 
one of my favorite lines from her was kind of calling out how the strong people want the strong around and how the weaker people I don't want the weaker people around. And she's fallen into that weaker person category, but we're seeing her think. And I think that is, you know, powerful enough. And um, she's made it to the merge. I agree. Who would waste a vote on Claire? Um, and I think Claire might run with that and use it. So, um, but I, I, I'm not going to say my third yet. I'll let it go around. Charlie, who is your third of the week? I'm going to go with someone who might not have had a ton of screen time this episode because they were on the other tribe. Uh, just like Claire, but I'm going to go with Ryan. I mm. think Ryan is, has an idol in his pocket and everybody knows it just like Addison, but he's a lot better at playing with that in his pocket than Addison is. Um, I think he was smart to hold steadfast with it when Mark approached him to try and give it to him, although it would have been better TV to give it to him. I think it was the smart game move. And and Drew, I don't know, in playing in past seasons, I I would expect that Close to 50% of players would have given that idol up. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, impressed that, I'm impressed that Ryan didn't. I think it was a smart move and uh, good for him going forward. Nice. I think Ryan's also a fair pick. Um, Mark, what about you? Right. Unconventional, but something that I really respect in a game is getting yourself out of the spotlight. Um, she didn't get a lot of screen time in this episode, but I'm going to go with Taylor D. Uh, the reason for that is, like, the first two tribals, she's, like, target numero uno, and somehow she's worked her way into an alliance with Liam. She's talking with Brendan Spencer, and I think it was Claire. Like, she's in the middle of every single vote over there, but, like, nobody has seen her, like, go from center of the spotlight when she literally ran the wrong way into challenge to, like, back into the, like, the decision-making and go with the flow type atmosphere. So kind of like how Drew is, like, a... Claire stand and think she's in a good spot. I really think Taylor going into the merch is in a really good spot. Yeah, I see that definitely. Taylor was on my short list. I um I agree with I feel like everybody's points. You guys all went with current Cascade members. My three are the Ionia people because they worked this episode. Um, Mark put them through the ringer, so I got to give credit where credits due. Um, I'm gonna go up against or I'm gonna I'm gonna volunteer number three for me. Is going to be Addison, uh, Mark's adversary. I think Addison kind of had a, you know, he had an episode. Um, he has his idol. I think he's connected to people. They're wanting to keep him in, whether he knows it or not. But I feel like that connection with Sydney is paying over in folds. And he has kept his idol. The only person that voted for him was Mark. They split the votes on Tom over him. That's how bad they want to keep him in the game just for his social connections. So I'll give credit where credit's due. Addison, I think, built the groundwork for, for him to survive this episode. We'll see how he does in the merge. I don't think he had a stellar episode, but I think he 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 was comfy this episode. Addison was also on my short list, but I think what kept me from ultimately giving the point to Addison was the fact that Addison is still, as far as we're aware, Addison is still viewing this as the block voting, which means that he's really only thinking round by round. Um, he's not necessarily looking at the long game like we see other players doing. So I'm interested to see how he does in a merge where all of a sudden everyone in the game is an option to vote for. Yeah, and I think that just communicates as kind of like a messy strategy on screen. Like I would describe Addison's game right now as just messy, like... I, I see mm -hmm. like lines that he's relationships he's forming and I see like good moves he's making, but I also just see all this self doubt and like, like he's like Drew said, just this block voting aspect that's going into it that I just, I, I, I really am like rooting for him to like yes. take control of a vote and, you know, make a move and cause he has the power to do that. I think. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I think he, he does. I, I agree with the points that you're making. I locked him in for number three. Tom, we're telling you you're wrong. No. Yeah, no. I was like, <laughs> do I have to like come up with a, with a counter argument? But I, I don't think we got time for that. So I think we should just hop into number two. Yeah, go for it, Dom. Okay, I can just go for it. Number two for me is actually Juliana. And I want to explain myself because on the surface, it looks messy. She ended this episode voting for Tom. Um, which was not the vote. Tom now knows that, you know, her and Sydney may be coming for him later down the line. However, Ju Juliana also had her time on the lock. 
and was not even an option to be voted out. I feel like she was able to outmaneuver this, you know, round by round challenge performance talk that we've been seeing each episode. And she also had Sydney come to her to propose a plan to vote out Addison. And then she was able to deflect that and then create that merge plan. Whether we see that comes to fruition or not, we don't know. But she was also able to kind of like get that vote or get that information from Mark and kind of see what was going. And I feel like more than anybody, she might have been braced for what happened at Tribal Council. Was it the cleanest episode for her? By no means. You know, she flubbed up that lock ridiculously, just like um, Matt did in a prior season. Um, but we she was able to, to outmaneuver it and uh, – entering the merge she might have a little bit of heat from this last episode but i think she is opening she has as many connections as possible coming in she has her old ionia and she has her new ionia that she's been you know kind of working with moving forward and so she's she's my number two not for the cleanest episode but because of the groundwork i feel like she was able to lay this episode i'm gonna piggyback right off of that because i also had juliana as my number two I think one thing to note with her, like you said, Sydney coming to her with a plan, I think she is kind of like a like orb people are starting to revolve around. Like I think people trust Juliana, even though Mark may not have calling her a liar. I think, you know, he did actually want to play with her till the end of the game. And I think a lot of people want to play with Juliana till the end of the game. And well, like Dom said, it might be m messy communication. I think you can see that her mind is her gears are turning in a way that not everybody's gears are turning. And I think uh, I'm excited to see where that like Bridget, Sydney, um, Juliana thing goes at the merge. Like I think Bridget gave a confessional about it where she wanted to work with them. I think they could form a power trio and be like, uh, what was that one season? Didn't Parvati have like a the black widow? Yeah, the black widow brigade. I think that could be, I think that'd be cool. And I think Juliana is, I think Juliana's, uh, like I said, I think her mind's moving in a different way than everybody else's. And I think she's doing really well. Kyle could be there. Eric Reichenbach. Ice cream. True. I could see it. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to piggyback there too. Cause mine's also Juliana and I hate <laughs> to be this guy, but I texted Dom earlier and I was just like, um, and I was kind of like talking through my thoughts about it because she really gives me Andrea bulky vibes. If you guys know her. Yeah. She I gives me it. a lot of that. And I, if you remember in the very first episode, uh, or the first tribal, I'm sorry. She was like the first name I pitched because she was genuinely the person where I was just like, my strategy going in is I want to know who knows this game and who knows like what might come. And the first thing she said to me is we should call Dom Mr. Dom, just like what's his face called Jeff Mr. Jeff. I'm like, okay, so she knows her stuff. She knows Matt. She's obviously a really good social player. Um, so I could see her being like a target for me later on in the game. Um, and I think she did the best job you possibly could have done at the swap where she like seamlessly worked her way into that little group, but she also has her blue alliances. So I think going into the merge, she's set up even though she threw a challenge. So, <laughs> um, so my number two is not Juliana, but I did go also with someone who maybe wouldn't be expected, not because they've had like a stellar episode or anything, but because I think that they are arguably one of the better positioned people in the game. So I actually went with Bridget. Um, I don't, I don't think that Bridget is one of the people earlier that I, that I was talking about, like playing survivor, like the game survivor. I think Bridget is playing the game that has been dealt to her with the people that have been dealt to her. She's not leading the charge like um, Sydney is and Juliana kind of is. So eyes aren't on her, but she's in a strong alliance. Uh, it looks like she's playing a loyal game. No one's throwing out her name. Her sister's on the other tribe. Like, you can't really be doing a lot better. I mean, the only thing she could really be doing better is running the game, which we haven't seen. Um, and I don't think we will, but I think that's good for her because the people who are being looked at are the people on the very bottom and the people on the very top, and she's perfectly positioned in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, I mean, I'll just lead right into my uh, number one. And I think I will go with Bridget as well. Um, I think Bridget, this episode, we didn't really get to see a lot from her, yet she's involved in some very major uh, conversations. 
And I think the standout moment for Bridget for me this episode was when Mark called it out at the at the tribal council, said that they were throwing Bridget's name around. And for her to stay so calm and collected underneath that pressure, I felt like that was, you know, kind of a pinpoint of what type of player she is. Having your name called out at a tribal council is not fun whatsoever. So I commend Sydney for also kind of saving face and doing it. Um, but Bridget still stuck with the plan that they had in place. She didn't. She was also in on the Tom vote. I think um, I don't know if we had footage of that, but she also gives a confessional coming up. But she was aware of what was happening. But she's entering this next round. No blood on her hands. Seeing Jen at the merge. So I think Bridget is also, I agree, in a great position. And nobody knows how good of a position that she's actually in. Mm -hmm. I want to give an honorable mention to somebody that I also considered putting on my list. And that's Kyle, who kind of had a had a very similar episode where he turned to Mark and he goes, you're bluffing and kind of threw Mark for a loop on that one as well. Um, I'll <laughs> just nearly missed my list, but um, yeah, I am going with Bridget for my number one. So um, Drew, who's your number one this week? So for my number one, uh, you guys stole all my glory. I have Juliana right. um, as my number one. I think that being approached for an Alliance that is, as significant as the one that she was approached by plus now tom is going to not be tom's going to be more on sydney than her probably because sydney is an ally that betrayed him um juliana has connections on the other side i i think Juliana's doing great all of the things the three of you have previously mentioned also apply yes but let's move it along awesome charlie your first player of the week Ooh, not biased at all here, but I think I'm going to go Sydney. Um, listen, I think that as what I said about Juliana's mind working in a different way, I know Sydney watched some Survivor before um, this show, but I think she knows way more about Survivor than I thought. And the way that she is thinking about the game and thinking about idols, thinking about the merge, thinking about alliances – you, I don't think she's going to be in as bad of a situation with Tom as you think. I mean, like, she did what she needed to do to try and save her butt. Like like Dom said, someone calls your name out at a tribal council. What are you supposed to do? Right. I mean, she could have gotten up and whispered to people and tried to come up with some sort of plan. But, like, when you're thrown in that situation, you can use that as an excuse in the future as well. I think other people also threw out names Tom and voted on Tom so she can wiggle her way out of that. I think – um while Juliana might be someone that people are coming to, I think that Sydney is making plans and is our only hope for a big vote. I think she really wants something to happen and will make something happen. And I think she's in a position to do that every episode. And I, I think it, I think, I don't know. I think she's, I think she's a, a really good player and an awesome person and just overall the best. Sydney, Sydney was on my short list, but yeah. what, I think what prevented. Oh, I understand your point, Drew. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I think, I think, and I think she's playing well. Do I Mm -hmm. think that there will be anything that happens between her and Tom? No, I don't, because it's Tom. Yeah, yeah. If it was, if it was anyone else that Sydney did this to, Sydney's in trouble. But -hmm. because it's Tom, she's gonna be fine, and she's gonna stay well positioned. So I understand the points, and I consider them as well. Yeah. All right, Mark. Close us out. First of the week for you. Sydney and Wayne were definitely on my short list, um, but I'm going to show Mark's villain redemption arc, and my number one's Addison, and I put a lot of thought into that. I know Charlie's living in that face, his stupid little face, but... Mark, I thought you were going to give yourself first I literally would if I could. I played great, and I was great TV. Um, But no, I think Addison, something that, like, to me is super beneficial, and which is why I was really torn between Ryan and Addison, is going into a merge People openly knowing you have an idol is one thing, but it's whether or not people care. And it seems like everybody cares. Like, ever since the one tribal we had on Blue, everybody cares about where's Ryan's idol, what's he doing with it. But nobody cares about Addison's. Everybody's, like, fine with it, and they're still, like, looking to work with him. And I think, Sydney, it would have been her best move to take him out because Mm -hmm. then she gets Bridget's full alliance, she gets Tom's full alliance, and she gets, like, that group together. Um, And I think the fact that Addison's kind of, like skating into the merge where he has all these people went through five tribal councils on the red tribe and then two on blue and still nobody cares and nobody's tried to flush it once like that's huge especially with like him being a bigger dude where he can win some challenges too so i think he's in a really good spot going into the merge awesome awesome well 
thank you guys for partaking in this week. I think we had a very, very like even even week, I feel like performance wise for our top three spots. This was honestly one of the hardest ones that I've I've had to pick and yeah. from. Um, like I said, I feel like we had some snubs, but at the same time, we'll see what next week brings um, or next episode brings. I do want to make a point um, for those that are tuning in. Uh, we sh- we typically air Wednesdays at eight, but this week, as I kind of said throughout the podcast, it's coming um, out tomorrow instead. <laughs> this week, like I said throughout the podcast, I do typically edit as we release it, and when we have big events like the merge, um, I have so much more footage than than I'm used to. So what I'm what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to hustle and get this episode out for Wednesday. Um, but I am not sure, honestly, if I will be able to do it. So tune into our social media to make sure that you're getting the updates on if we're able to do an episode or not, because I only want to release the best quality of content that I'm able to, because all of these people gave their all to, you know, put what I have on screen. And so I am, I'm trying to do the best to, to get that going. Um, and I appreciate everybody's patience and support. Tom, we will wait. We will wait for a good problem. And I'm anxious as you guys. I want to get this ball rolling and get you guys to see because we have so much good content, so much good gameplay coming up for you guys. And so um, I'm I'm putting the fire under my butt to be able to do that. And so when it does come out, I hope you guys are all ready to ready to go. And I also want to give a big shout out to those that are tuning in live. We've been bouncing around from like six to ten viewers this entire podcast, which for us, that is the absolute most that I've been able to that I, I've had the pleasure of work, presenting in front of. So the comment section has been popping off. Uh, I appreciate everybody who's been doing that. Mm-hmm. And I also appreciate everybody who showed up on our panel today. Drew, as always, I appreciate you for for tuning in and and supporting us and, and giving us your insight, the outsider insight. Charlie, um, without you, we wouldn't have this guy, Mark, on on with us. And Sydney. sometimes I regret it. Sometimes um, I regret it. But again, I also appreciate your insight. You got the veteran, the veteran uh, stuff going on there. And Mark, um, I'm just gonna wrap up by saying I appreciate you so much for mm-hmm. you know not just you know coming on and playing, but also giving life to this season. You know, you were on a tribe that was on a winning streak, yet you still managed to keep the content interesting, keep the gameplay going. Your mind was always thinking you were out looking for idols at 4 a.m. with nothing out there. And you gave your all on the challenges. And I hope things work out and, you know, we get another season that you're able to come back and um, prove that you're not just a a pre-merger and that you're able to get one more round and get to the merge. So, Mark, I appreciate you again for everything that you've done for the show and uh, I'm, I'm excited for you to for your work that you're able to do be presented. Mark also took on our Ponderosa. So, oh, um, yes, Mark. Mark's content is also uh, as a cameraman. His career as a cameraman is going to start at the merge. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Um, everybody else, uh, I appreciate you tuning in, whether you're tuning in tonight or later. And like I said, be sure to follow our social media Survivor Grand Rapids. Um, on Instagram, on Facebook, and just subscribe to our YouTube channel while you're at it. Also, I also want to thank Live Reality Games for giving us the platform to be able to do this every single week. You guys are awesome. So uh, thank you for that. And again, tune into our social media to make sure you know you get all the updates and whether or not we're able to get an episode episode out this week. Fingers crossed. But other than that, enjoy your Monday night. I hope everybody has a great week. And uh, without further ado... See you guys later. Good night.